righty then. Week 10 of the Extra Point, joined by, as always, with Bobby and Matt. What's going on, guys? Matt, how you doing? Doing great, doing great. How y'all doing? Doing good, Bobby. You good? Yeah, man, doing good. Just something this weather, you know, cooperates with us down in Florida. Absolutely. Florida. Getting a little bit of that hurricane weather, so we'll see what it's like for this recording, but it should be just fine. Um, let's go ahead and cover week 10 games. We talked about news in yesterday's episode, so all that has been covered. Uh, we can go straight into picks. Let's start with our records. Uh, Bobby, you're 84, 48 and one, six and three on your locks. Matt, you're 84, 48 and one, eight and one on your locks. And then I am 90, 42 and one and six and three on my locks. So Matt, you run, you're running the locks game right now. And I got the record going right now for me. Uh, Bobby. You uh, you're the defending record holder from last year, so you know how how we feeling after week ten. Uh, what am I six behind you right now? Um, I'm confident the last couple of weeks, um, but you know you got a nice little solid lead going on right now. I think week right here, I can make up some ground or go back a lot of ground. We're <laughs> we're, we're gonna find out tonight for sure. Um, yeah, guys, let's get into it. First game Thursday night, Tennessee. You have the uh, the Tennessee Titans. Taking on the Indianapolis Colts, big AFC South divisional game, five and three versus six and two. Uh, Bobby, I'll start out with you. Go ahead and give us a spread and uh, give us your uh, pick on this game. Yeah, so Tennessee's favored at home by two in this game. Um, obviously, you know a pretty intriguing matchup right here. Um, Colts got the number one defense ranked right now in the NFL. Um, Titans got the number fourteenth ranked offense. Um, I mean, you know, Colts coming off, you know, a tough loss last week. Um, I think Tennessee's going to get this thing going. You know, you know, it's been a little bit since Derrick Henry's kind of um, had that big game like he had about three or four weeks ago. So I, I see him turning the corner in this one. I actually got a little bit of an upset here. I got Tennessee. Um, actually, it's not an upset. I got Tennessee winning this one, the close one, one to 17. Matt, what you got? I'm with you on that, but what you got, Matt? Go ahead. I mean, yeah, Colts have been somewhat impressive. Uh, that they're you just don't, again, you just don't know what you're gonna get from Philip Rivers uh, week to week. Uh, this one uh, is kind of tough for me. Uh, uh, man, I'm gonna have to go ahead and pick the Titans just because I think overall they're they're more stable, more solid team. I'm gonna pick the Titans to win 21-17. Matt, you hit it on the head there. The big key word is stability, and I think the Titans do have that uh, over the Colts in that regard. Uh, defense is solid with the uh, with the Colts, but turnovers is really what plagues this team, and I think uh, Tennessee will take advantage of it. They sneak out a close one for me, 27-24. The Titans get it, and we sweep them. Sunday at 1 o'clock, we're getting into our Sunday games here on the Extra Point. Philadelphia at the New York Giants. So this is an NFC East rivalry matchup. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. Yeah, so Philadelphia's favored by three and a half. So you said Philadelphia by three and a half. So the three, four, and one Philadelphia Eagles versus the two and seven Giants. I don't know about you guys, but I had this as a pretty close matchup. I, I like what the Giants are kind of doing. I know they're nowhere near being super competitive or anything like that yet, but it, it's a divisional matchup. You, you can always kind of toss it up. I have this one being extremely close, like it. Like I feel like any NFC East matchup will be. Give me the. Uh, Eagles 21-20 over the Giants. Matt? Yeah, I mean, speaking of close, they just played two weeks ago, and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles won 22-21. Yeah, I guess the same score game. last week, uh, or in that game too. I had the exact same score. And it, and it was an 18-yard pass from Carson Wentz. 
Oh no, excuse me. That was uh, um. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you're right. That was the, that was the touchdown pass there with like 40 seconds left or something like that in that game. And yeah, dude, I think it's gonna be somewhat of the same kind of deal. Um, Giants been uh, putting up pretty good fights here in the last couple of games, but just not coming through. I'm gonna have Philadelphia winning this game, 24-21. All right, and Bobby. Yeah, I mean, kind of like you guys, I have this as a really close game. And uh, Matt just touched on it a couple weeks ago. You know, the Eagles won 22-1. Giants are, you know, one of those teams that, you know, they're just competing week in, week out. You know, both these offenses, Eagles are ranked 29th in the league. Giants are ranked 28th in the league. Uh, Eagles defense is 7th. And um, Giants is um, ranked 23rd. But I actually got um, – I like the way the Giants team is playing right now. Um, you know, Danny Dunn. Making too many mistakes, considering the injuries and all that. If they had actually got um, an upset here, I got the Giants. one twenty-three to twenty. The Giants taking it twenty-three to twenty. You have uh, okay. Yeah, I can definitely see it going that way with the Giants team. I, I I like what they're doing, you know. And I think the NFC East is a good matchup for them with any of them, the teams they play in there. You know, one Daniel Jones being four and zero against the Washington football team, and then uh, two just the the Cowboys were so banged up, and Philadelphia is so banged up, you know. I, they have an opportunity every week to compete in that division no matter what. So, yeah, Philadelphia, I think, will win it, but I could see the Giants getting it as well. Jacksonville at Green Bay, your next 1 o'clock game. Uh, Jacksonville just sputtering out of control. Looks like they're in prime position for a QB in the first round. Green Bay kind of doing their thing, chugging along at 6-2. and two. Bobby, uh, go ahead and give us a spread. And Matt, you can start this one off. Yeah, so this is going to be a tough one for Jacksonville, obviously, going into Lambeau Field. Green Bay is favored by 13 and a half. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of, I kind of given that vibe though as well. I can easily see that happen, especially uh, in big polar opposites. And I know right now uh, at November, on this game, November 15th, it's going to be plenty cold up there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have Green Bay winning this game 35 to 14. 35 to 14. All right, Bobby. Yeah, I mean, the last time these two played was in, you know, September 2016. Um, close game, but that was definitely a different Jaguars team, but the Packers won 27-23. I don't see this one being that close. Um, Jacksonville's just not there yet. Green Bay is obviously a very good football team, um, especially at home. Um, I actually have Green Bay covering the spread in this one. I got Green Bay won 30-13. to yeah, and I mean, I'll keep it short and sweet. I have Green Bay winning this one as well. I have them winning 28-13. to 13. Um, Jacksonville loses Lambeau for the year. Uh, he goes out again so that swinging carousel of kickers will return to Jacksonville, which gets rid of just about any stability outside of Robinson at the running back position. So I think they'll use a lot of the running game, but it's just not going to be to their avail. This is a good game for Green Bay to get that run game back on track and just really focus on that with a Jake Lutton team who – uh, or Luton, uh, as they say. Uh, this is a good game for them to get their run defense on track, in my opinion. I don't think they'll have too much to worry about in the past game, although he can sling it and he showed he could. Uh, I think their secondary is a lot better than, than Houston's is. Give me Green Bay uh, to win this one. Then the next game we have is Washington at Detroit. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and lead us off. Yeah, so um, Detroit is fair about four at home in this game. Um, I actually kind of like this matchup. Um, I think it's going to be close. Obviously, I was, you know, I'm pulling for Alex Smith. You know, um, remarkable comeback story. And I think he's the guy to go right now. I don't think Haskins is anywhere in mind. 
after Allen's injury. I think this is pretty much Alex Smith's comeback story. Detroit's a very tough football team. And we know that they play tough week in, week out. Had a rough loss last week, but I have them um, winning this game. Kind of close. I think it's going to be close. I'll pull away late, but I got Detroit winning 24-16. to 16. I think Matt Stafford's going to be too much for that, that defense. Yeah, I agree with you as well. I have Detroit winning in this one 21-10. to 10. Again, another low-scoring affair, but Matt Stafford gets the job done. And, uh, you know, another win for the uh, for the Detroit Lions. They're kind of hitting this season. Matt, what you got? Uh, yeah, I have uh, uh, Detroit winning this one, 31-21. Just not enough from Washington. Alex Smith, yeah, that's the comeback story. I can't believe they're not starting Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. And, uh, at least trying to get, add add value to him since if they're not going to do anything, if they're not going to make him their starting quarterback, um, Washington with another quarterback controversy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that one, yeah, actually. Me too. You know, I'm, I'm surprised they aren't making some sort we're, of attempt to show him off or, you know, showcase him in order to get him out of town. But we're talking a first round pick, a 15th overall pick, just. They're giving up even under 24 months ago, mm-hmm. and they're just letting them rot. It's, it's it's ridiculous, but it is Washington. This is very true, and we'll see what happens with the rest of the season with them. But I I agree. I, I'm really surprised they don't kind of go after something. I mean, shit, give them a chance. I, I it must be Rivera, man. He just is not a fan of them. So Texans, yeah, go ahead. Day, though, don't Rivera didn't draft this guy, you know. That wasn't, you know, that, I mean, he wasn't the one that was picking all that, but I still agree. Yeah. At least, like you said, OS, at least give him a shot to, you know, help. If you don't have him in the long run, at least build his value up, you know, to get something out of him. Agreed. Texans at Browns, one o'clock game, five and three Browns versus the two and six Texans. Texans coming off a win. Browns coming off, I believe, a bye. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. Matt, lead us off. Yep, Cleveland's favorite at home. Close game. Uh, Cleveland's favorite by two and a half. I was kind of shocked about the spread, to be honest with you. Yeah, actually, I am too. I mean, Cleveland is five and three, though, still somehow, some way, quietly. Uh, man, that is tough. That's, that's actually really tough for me because Houston has been really competitive, man. Uh, I mean, I still like their team, but who knows what's going to happen to them this offseason. God only knows. They might just mm-hmm. blow it all apart and start over. Who knows? Um, mm-mm-mm. I'm going to take Cleveland in this one in a close game. I'm going to call it 27-24 Cleveland. Yeah, I have Cleveland getting it as well. I think they, they you know, they break away a little bit. I think this is a game, Um, while I know it, the Texans are 2-6, and six, this is a game I think their defense steps up and, and shows out. Uh, I think they get a win, not handedly, but they... They're comfortable the majority of the time, and they win it in this one, 31 to 24 for me. Bobby, what you got? I'm kind of on the opposite end of you guys right here on this one. I like the way Deshaun Watson's been playing as of late, even though they only have two wins. You know, they've actually been battle tested. Obviously, um, not really sure about this whole Cleveland team. I'm not even sure what's up with Baker Mayfield. Is he on the COVID watch, or what is it? I mean, is he on this week or not? Not to my knowledge. Yeah, in fantasy, when I had him in my lineup, it says COVID-19. I didn't know what that meant. If he was, But I haven't heard any news or whatnot. But obviously, he's still playing. But I got Houston. Actually, one of this one, not going away, but a little bit handily. Um, as an upset, I got Houston winning 30-21. to 21. Okay, okay. Uh, I have it right here, uh, Cleveland Browns. This was 11 hours ago off ESPN. 
Cleveland Browns have activated Baker Mayfield from the reserve COVID list, clearing the way for him to return to practice Wednesday. So there you okay. go. There you go. Perfect. So he he is back and he is available. So that definitely uh, we'll see we'll see what happens in that game. But I, I guess again that's another one of those ones that I could definitely see going either way. That it's amazing how quiet that te- Cleveland team's become since uh, OBJ hit the IR. Have you noticed that they've become a very quiet team right. lately? You you don't hear a whole lot about them, and I'm glad Matt said that. Yeah, and they're always hot. If you notice, Cleveland's always started the year off hot, and then they kind of fizzle away. It's kind of yeah. We'll see how this you know this turning part of the season right here. Be interesting seeing how they come off the bye week. The uh, six and three Buccaneers coming off of an absolute throttling versus the Saints going against Carolina, who almost pulled off the upset with the Chiefs. Now they won't have Christian McCaffrey in this game due to a shoulder injury. He is seeking a second opinion on that shoulder injury. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and uh, go ahead and lead us off. Yeah, so Tampa's favored by six. You know, um, I like the way Carolina looked with McCaffrey. I did too, I, man. And, I'm, it's a shame yeah. he's injured. Yeah, I mean, it's um, obviously, you know, they go as he goes, obviously. And um, Tampa coming off that throttle on Sunday night. I mean, I went to bed when it was 28 nothing in the second quarter. Um, I, I'm recovering. I don't see Carolina really. I think it's going to be closer, you know, being a division game and whatnot. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. But um, I just think Tampa is going to rebound. Tom Brady had one of his worst performances, you know, in Tom Brady era. I see him making a rebound game. I don't see him having back-to-back games like that. And without McCaffrey and Carolina, um, I got Tampa winning this one 34-24. Kind of closer. Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that. I have the exact same score, 24-34 Tampa. I think that the offense gets rolling again for Tampa Bay. And uh, I think Carolina hangs around. You know, they've been without McCaffrey most of the season and have actually been better in some games without him. Not to say by any means that he's, you know, they're okay without him out there. You know, he needs to be out there for them. And it'll just help bolster that offense even more. But I think they put up points. Same score. Matt, what you got? Yeah, this one's uh, this one's tough. I, I do have Tampa Bay uh, pulling out a, a win in this one just because they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, they did beat the the Panthers 31-17 last game. Teddy Bridgewater threw two picks, got sacked five times with no touchdowns. Uh, Tom Brady was somewhat mediocre, but Leonard Fournette had 12 rushes for 103 yards. Go figure. Well, you got to figure, too, um, they're going to get back to the running game in this one after only five attempts in their last game. A hundred percent. They're going to change a lot on what they're doing. Um, that may have been just kind of a wasted game for them. Who knows? That was just an awful showing. Yeah, by uh, by uh, him, by you know Brady, obviously Arians and Leftwich too. I think the offensive play call wasn't that great either. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But yeah, no, I mean, I still have Tampa Bay pulling it out again. I, I like, you know, Bob. I'm on the same page with Bobby. Uh, I like what I saw from from Carolina. It's unfortunate that you know. Christian McCaffrey's injured, but I still think they're going to be competitive. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you guys. I, I, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think, you know, those divisional rivalry games lately in all of the divisions have been just excellent this year in general. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Moving yeah, so what, uh, Go ahead. What is, I'm sorry. What is that injury that happened with McCaffrey, though? Because that's just some, such a bummer, man. You know, he's been out without a back and down. Go ahead, Matt. I believe it's a shoulder injury. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all that I saw was shoulder injury, but he had yeah, it reviewed. Good. Yeah, he's getting second opinions and whatnot, so we'll probably hear tomorrow or definitely probably by Friday. That's tough. 
Ah, oh, dude, it's extremely tough. He, I mean, he came out there and was really impressive, and then just to go down like that, just you know, it blows it blows the sea. You know, it it, it sucks just because we like to see him out there. For those fantasy owners, man, you know they were so excited. He blows up, and then now it's back out again. Damn. <laughs> it's always somebody. I swear, it's always one of those top tier yeah. players. And this year, it was multiple between him and Thomas. You would know, obviously, with Thomas. Uh, yeah. Chargers at Dolphins, two of five, uh, two and zero as the starting quarterback. Herbert throwing out of his mind, can't seem to catch a win. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. Matt, lead us off. Miami's uh, another really close game. Miami, um, you know, Chargers are going all the way across the country to Miami. A very hot football team right now. Miami's favored by one and a half. This one's so tough, man. It, it, dude, so it's, tough. it is. It is. I, I had to skip through this one and come back. Uh, man, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have my AME pulling it out. I think uh, two will have another pretty decent game, uh, two or three touchdown passes, maybe a pick or something like that. But uh, Chargers trying to keep finding a way to lose, and I think two and and this this whole Dolphins team has just been very surprisingly uh, just they, they seem like a, a tight unit, mm-hmm. and and normally when that happens, you get you get a pretty decent team out of it. I'm going to have uh, Miami winning this one. Oh, man. Uh, 28-24. Man, you almost said the exact same score as me. I, hey, look, you nailed it on the head, man. They keep finding different ways to lose, that being the Chargers. I feel the same way. So until they can prove to me they can win a game and, and, and a close game, and I think this will be a close game, I got to go against them, and I'm going with the Dolphins. I like what this team is doing, like you said. Uh, we have almost the exact same score. I think it'll be 28-27, an extremely close one. Uh, but Herbert will throw over 300. Tua's, if Tua keeps doing what he was doing the last couple weeks, they'll be fine. Flores is second in my Coach of the Year poll right now, right behind Mike Tomlin. Uh, what a fantastic job he's done with this team, and he's making his own calls, which I love. You know, Everybody was kind of like, mm-hmm. what the hell are you doing with this this Fitzpatrick move? And he came out and showed up, and they're 2-0 since, and you know they're alive and well in the AFC in general. So kudos to them, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins 28-27, Bobby. Are you giving us a sweep? Well, you know what? You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I got Brian Flores, you know, as, you know, right behind Mike Tomlin as coach of the year candidate right now. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Do. I don't know how you can really disagree on that, the way the Dolphins have performed this year. I mean, I don't think anybody saw this coming. No, you no know? way. Nobody saw this coming with the quarterback situation going on. Tua, obviously, his first start was a little bit rough, as expected. But last week, he definitely showed us, you know, um, the guy that he was in college and where he could be here in the NFL for a long time. I love this defense. I really am a big fan of this Miami defense. Um, even with Gaskins out right now, you know, they just next man up, you know, Salvan Ahmed, uh, Gaskins backup in the University of Washington stepped in last week and that you the carries. Um, Herbert, obviously, um, up there for rookie of the year as far as quarterback, but I got Miami one of this one, man. And I don't really think it's going to be that close, man. I got Miami one of this one, 28 to 17. I'm going to ask you this question real quick, and I know we're kind of we try and run through these right now, but I, I'm going to ask this question to both of you guys real quick. If, if 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 the Chargers or if Herbert more specifically keeps on the pace that he's on at the end of the year, and they finish with a better record than the Bengals, does he have a shot at Rookie of the Year? Matt, I'll ask you. 
<clears throat> Say that again. I'm sorry, man. So okay, so all three of us, we did our midway point. All three of us were on board with the right, uh, right. With, with Joe Burrow. If Herbert continues on the p- path he's on right now, and they finish like they are right now with a better record than the Bengals, or even the same record as the Bengals, does he have a shot at Rookie of the Year? I mean, I think this guy's got to be in the conversation at this point after what he's done. I know they haven't been able to pull out victories, but damn it, man, he's been playing impressively. No, no, yeah, no, hundred percent, yeah. He, I, he, I mean, he's been in the conversation. I mean. Dude, yeah, it's been what six, seven, eight weeks. He just been keeps in here now? throwing over three hundred yeah. yards, man. I know some of it's garbage time, and I know some of it's not, but they're all close games. I mean, I think you, you got to hold on on this Chargers team. I think you're on the precipice of something big here, you know. And, and people that have been giving Anthony Lynn a lot of crap, I think he's right there at the edge of turning this team around. Yeah, give him another year or two, and and see. I mean, yeah, he'll be a superstar. I think he's on his way. Yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna see this kid around for a while. Uh, agreed. Agreed. No question. No question. I mean, no question to answer that question on my behalf. I mean, obviously the West Coast. Um, you know, there's a lot of East Coast bias when it comes to um, player of the years. I mean, at least in college football, NFL maybe not so much. But you know, Joe Burrow, obviously, you know, he's put up some stupid ass numbers as of late. Um, I mean, but you cannot discount Herbert by any means. You know, with his performance. Um, like I say, I mean, if we turn in this corner right here, I mean, I think, you know, we'll, we'll find out a lot this week, though, because Burrow's got to play that number one or number two defense in Pittsburgh. So we'll see what happens there. But you definitely got to put them in the conversation. I don't see anybody but those two winning offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I can't disagree with that at all. I, I really can't. Moving into our 425 matchups, we have Denver at the Las Vegas Raiders. Denver's been looking a little bit more impressive from week to week, and and Vegas, I, I really want to put them up in that top group, but I think they're just a step away. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. I'll start this one out. Vegas favorite by four. Hey, man, I like this Vegas team, but you know what? That AFC, every I feel like every single AFC West game I've watched this season has come down to the end, and I definitely plan on watching this game. Um, I, I like Vegas to win it. I'm going to pick them, but I have it in the closest of battles. I have it 35-31. Denver's been continuously aggressive on the offensive side, which is great to see. If I, I still don't think Locke is the answer, and I think if they had a more suitable quarterback in that position, they might be a little bit better off, but they also have been banged up all year, so um, the fact that they've been you know i think three and five right now for them is impressive considering what they've gone through especially on the defensive side and the defense actually hasn't been their main concern this season the last couple games it has but throughout the you know the entire season their defense has been pretty solid so uh give me give me vegas and a close one matt what you got yeah i have mine uh i have kind of the same thing that you got going on i uh, i got i got vegas winning 31 27 mm-hmm. um yeah not a fan of drew lock he's Athletic again. I said it, you know, talking about the Falcons game, and he he might be able to turn into something, but I, as of right now, I'm just yeah, I'm just not a fan of what I see. I don't I don't see him being a a long time starter. But yeah, give me uh, Vegas thirty one twenty seven. And Bobby. Yeah, I mean, I got this as a pretty close game. Um, you know, I'm on the same you know uh, mindset when it comes to Drew Lock as far as a quarterback, future quarterback for Denver. I did read today that Noah Font did practice today. He was limited in practice. So, I mean, that, that'll kind of help. Obviously, Jerry Judy had a decent game last week, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. I like Vegas at home. Obviously, you know, the new stadium there and all that. Gruden's got those boys playing um, pretty hard football. Um, pretty close game, though. I got Vegas actually covering this one, actually pushing it uh, 24 to 20. All right, 24-20 Vegas. Vegas sweep right there. Okay. 
Uh, Buffalo at Arizona, guys, this Buffalo team is looking more and more impressive, especially after that game versus Seattle. I understand most teams right now can pass on Seattle, but still look damn impressive. And it looked impressive to see uh, Russell Westbrook rattled like, or Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson rattled like that. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and uh, start this one out for us. Sorry, guys, we broke up. What game we're talking about? We're talking about Buffalo, Buffalo, Arizona. Yes, sir. Yeah, Buffalo, Arizona. Am I starting off? Yeah, go ahead and give us a spread and lead us off. Yeah, so um, Arizona's favored by um, by two and a half in this game. Um, you know, yeah, that's yeah. Um, this t- I think this might be the game of the week in my eyes. Obviously, you guys know um, I'm a little bit of a homer this year. You know, for uh, Arizona Cardinals, Buddha Baker. Up. Buddha, you know, I wasn't even going to say it, man. I was going to let you say it. I was going to do a week off without saying that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I love this Arizona defense. And, I mean, Kyler Murray, man. I mean, I don't have the numbers up right now. But, I mean, he's doing some, you know, um, historical stuff, you know, as far as uh, dual threat quarterback that we haven't seen in the NFL, you know, in a long, long time. Um, I Actually, um, this was a tough one for me, you know, in Arizona. Byron Murphy is still out with the COVID-19 um, protocol, which is a big part of their secondary. Um, I love this Buffalo team, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really big on this Buffalo team. I, I like this Buffalo team a lot, man. I actually got Buffalo in the upset winning this one 30 to 24. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I got Buffalo winning this one. I don't know if I'm calling it an upset, but I definitely have Buffalo winning this one. I like the way this team's rolling. They're all working together. They've bought in the Sean McDermott system. Uh, they just look damn impressive, and uh, they are a fun team to watch. And I think the fact that they are visibly having fun out there playing it speaks speaks huge for me. So uh, in in this one, I got Buffalo getting the win, and and you're gonna see a, two really good running quarterbacks, two really good passing quarterbacks, the ones the ones that can really do both of it. At 35-33, close game, close game, Matt. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised though that Buffalo was favorite, or I'm sorry, that Arizona was favorite. I am too. That's the only reason why I said it was an upset. When I was pulling up the biggest lines, I was like, wow. Yeah, they, they have a lot of respect for, for the Cardinals, and, and that's not yeah. to say that I don't, but I just think that what we've seen out of this Buffalo team has been really impressive. Matt, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm surprised that the uh, the Bills, or the or uh, Cardinals are favored because uh, I, I picked them as an upset. And, yeah, so that, I mean, that completely surprised me. So, yeah, no, I actually have the Cardinals winning in a really close game, 32-29. And, um, yeah, man, that's going to be – that game right there could, might be the game of the week. I think that's going to be really good, really fun game to watch. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. I have my eyes on that one for sure. Yeah, we'll, about it. we'll all be 100% keeping an eye on that one. Moving on from that game, though, we go on to our – Another next 425 game. We have the 49ers at the Saints. Four and five 49ers kind of just hanging on for dear life at this point versus the six and two Saints who had a very, very good showing uh, last week versus the Bucks. Definitely showed why they are one of the top teams in the league. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and Matt lead us off. All right. So the 49ers and the Saints. Um, and this one, hold on, guys, real quick. So, yeah, New Orleans is favored by six and a half. Yeah, I mean, he, this one's easy. New Orleans, 30-17. to 17. Not much to say about this game. Uh, yeah, 49ers are hanging on there. It's just, it's just too much. Saints are too good of a team. Um, yeah, not, not, again, not much to say about this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll keep it brief. Saints in this one all the way. 
Um, I have them winning 32 to 14, and uh, nothing against the uh, the 49ers. They're just beat to hell, and and the Saints seems looking to make that next step going in, you know mid November now. So it's time to get rolling. So give me the Saints in this one, Bobby. What you got? Not even close, man. I mean, I think the New Orleans is playing at a very high level right now. I see them continuing this right now with Breeze. Blowout. New Orleans 42, San Fran 17. There you go. Blowout city in, in New Orleans this week. Seattle at the Los Angeles Rams. Hey, guys, another good matchup, another divisional matchup. Seattle's got to kind of turn it around quick and get rolling. You can't really afford to fall behind in this division, and they have a one-game lead coming into this game against the Rams. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and uh, I will, I will, I'll start out. Yeah. So, um, Rams are favored by two. Dude, I, 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 everything tells me to pick the Rams in this game, but I'm picking Seattle. Uh, I'm taking Seattle in this game. I think the way that the Rams defense plays kind of falls into Russell Wilson's hands because he's on the move a lot anyway, and that pocket is going to break up a lot anyway. So, I mean, McVay's going to kind of plan against that, of course, because he's Sean McVay. But I think I think Russell Wilson gets the best of them. High-scoring game, it's going to have to be 42-35. Jared, Jared Goff goes off in this game, but the Seahawks finish it, finish strong and get the win. Um, yeah, 42-35 Seattle. Bobby, go ahead. Um, I mean, another close game. I'm kind of disappointed right now in the Seattle's uh, defense, especially that secondary. They're um, – there's a lot of chatter in social media going on right now. That's yeah. Hard. Yeah. You know, Pete Carroll just signed that big contract and whatnot. Um, they obviously have defensive issues going on in Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson is always going to keep it close. I just feel like, you know, Seattle started off so hot. Now they're going to go through that mid part of the season right now. Where you're going to see some hiccups. I do see them recovering in the second half of the season and making a run in the playoffs. Um, Obviously, when you have a superstar like Russell Wilson, he's going to keep you in the game and lead them through the playoffs as much as he can. But I got Rams winning this one, 34-31, close game, high scoring. All right, Matt. Matt, go ahead and finish us up there. Yeah, yeah I had the Rams uh, winning 34-31 as well. So another really close game. Yeah, just just like we got, both of you guys said, uh, again, that secondary of, of Seattle was just – uh, I think Sean McVay is going to be able to find ways to get, you know, to, to spread the ball to multiple people. Um, it's what he's known for, and it's just going to be too much. Yeah. Yeah. Rams. Yeah. All right, our last 425 game, Bengals at Steelers. Bobby, this is your book it, so go ahead and just give us the spread, and I'll start us out. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh's favored by 10. All right, yeah, I mean, I want to say there's not a whole lot to say in this game. I think uh, the Bengals are going to hang around. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to get blown out in this game. I think Pittsburgh will win in the end, but it's going to be a close one in my eyes. 27-24 Pittsburgh, not a whole lot to cover, but uh, Bengals keep it close the entire game. Matt, go ahead. What you got? Yeah, I mean, this is another one of those interesting games. I mean, with Joe Burrow, you know, he's been putting up a lot of yards and stuff, and – there's not too much to work with. Uh, I don't know what's going on with AJ Green this year, but he, I guess, uh, 
You know, he's still just not healthy. I don't know if he's not been playing or what. what's going on there. Oh, he's been playing. It seems that uh, that's not the connection, really. And, and that's that's what I think why he's frustrated and wants out of Cincinnati is because he's not even really that number one guy right now. It's Boyd. Uh, Boyd and Burrow seem to have a way better connection. It, yeah, same thing with Ross. You're exactly right. Oh, it looks like the Bengals uh, picked up uh, Takaris McKinley. Good. Have fun with that clown shoe. Anyway, there you go, um, live. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, yeah, so now, nah, I mean, I'll go ahead and then, uh, yeah, but, so yeah, Pittsburgh, uh, easy in this one, 30, uh, I have them win a 31 to 14. There you go. Uh, Baltimore at New England, our Sunday night game. They probably thought this was going to be a little bit more entertaining, but who knows, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and start us out. Baltimore at New England. And this one, Baltimore is favored by eight and a half. Um, I mean, I'm rolling Baltimore in this one. I don't have much to say. Um, I mean, New England pulled that one out on Monday night. I'll be honest with you guys. I know you guys watched that game. I guess the Jets. I didn't watch any of it. I was in bed way before that. Or right when it started. Um, I mean, I see Baltimore, you know, just um, getting back on track. Obviously, that Lamar Jackson is not producing as um, much as a lot of us thought that he would have went out, but I just don't see um, New England being able to keep up with them in that pace. I got Baltimore winning 34 to 20. Yep. I got Baltimore winning as well. I think, I don't think there's going to be really any issues for him. I think they steamroll this game 35 to 13. Matt. Oh man. I almost want to pick New England. I know you do. I don't know why, but Sunday night, uh, they've been uh, pretty much an embarrassment for the most part of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I, someone's telling me to pick New England, man. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. He's gonna, gonna go do, it. do it. I'm picking New England, man. Separate yourself. What's up? Separate yourself, man. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and pick New England to win this game, man. I'm gonna pick them uh, 28, uh, 28-21. 28-21. Okay, I like it. I like I like that it's mixed up. You know, not the same. He's going out on a limb. Okay. All right, Monday, 8-15, Minnesota at Chicago. Bobby, give us a spread, and uh, I'll, I'll lead this one off. Yep, Chicago's favored by two. Yeah, so uh, I have the Chicago meltdown continuing into this weekend. Minnesota has been extremely impressive, especially now that Dalvin Cook has been healthy. Obviously, it takes a lot, away, a lot of the responsibility out of Kirk Cousins' hands, which is what you want. Um. Yeah, I got Minnesota winning this game in a close one, 24-20. I think that Foles tries to do a little magic at the end, but at the end of the day, Minnesota gets it done. And uh, Chicago's got a lot of questions after this week. Bobby, who you got? Dalvin Cook's hot. He might be the hottest player in football right now. Um, that boy is literally on fire. I think they said some crazy stat that he has, what, 12 rushing touchdowns. Who He got hurt for... I'm not sure how many games or whatnot, but I think he has the most rushing touchdowns and this least amount of games to start a season off in NFL history. I believe it. He's hot. Yeah, yeah, he's hot and he's playing MVP type type football right now. I'm not saying he's gonna be MVP, but shootout, Minnesota thirty two, Chicago twenty eight. Matt, go ahead and round out week one for us. Or yeah, week, week ten. Chicago meltdown continuing, man. Screw that team. <laughs> you know, when I pick Minnesota, the Minnesota Dalvin Cooks, uh, yep. 34 to 
24. You know, when I picked the uh, the Vikings, I, I knew you were going to vote that way, but I wasn't sure if Bobby was going to roll with Minnesota as well. But the fact that all three of us are just shows how it's uh, turning south and turning south quick in Chicago. They need to figure it out. And they need to figure it out now. Let's go ahead and roll back up. We have one more pick. Book it with uh, book it with Bobby. You got a win last week, bro, in a, in a close one. You got it done. So you're three and six I'm on the year. Back. Time to build momentum. What we're height? Where what's what's uh, what's going to build the momentum? All right. So yeah, I mean, you know, this week Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a big favorite, obviously. Um, Pittsburgh's favorite by ten. Um, a rivalry game. You know, I mean, it's obviously you know Pennsylvania versus Ohio. Um, you know, Pittsburgh is obviously you know undefeated. The only undefeated team in the NFL right now. They're obviously supposed to win this game. You know, by big margins. Um, they never do, though. I mean, I was looking back. I think the last four or five meetings between them, I think one was a blowout, but the other ones were closer than expected. Just seeing, you know, the way that Dallas played last week, I know they're obviously Dallas is playing with nothing to lose. I think Cincinnati is going to come out the same way. You know, they, they, you know, they have nothing to lose, nothing to prove. The way that no name Gilbert was able to scramble around the pocket and just make that Pittsburgh defense look a bit, little bit uncomfortable. I think that Burrow could do the same thing in this one. I do have Pittsburgh winning this game, um, but I have um, Cincinnati covering, though. I got Cincinnati covering the 10 points, Pittsburgh winning 23 to 20, but uh, Cincinnati covering that 10 points right there. Okay. It's going to be a close game right there. Look at what Bobby on that, man. Kind of working off the same thing you did last week. Cincinnati's making a close game and covering the spread. Kind of working off like what you did last week as well. You did the same sort of deal uh, with them losing but covering still. So we'll see if you go uh, two for two on that one. Now my mindset on right now, not taking the favorites, man. Just taking the uh, you know you know taking the teams to cover. He's gonna he's gonna crawl his way back up into a positive record. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Matt, what's going on, dude? What's happening in the world of of you? And what's what's pissing you off? Man, you know what? Uh, I was gonna come in this week and and be like, you know what? Falcons are on a bye week. I'm I, I'm grinding my gears. You know what? I, I'm gonna shut the engine down for a week, just same as the Falcons. I, I was gonna take a week off. Um, just say, you know what? So you know, but man, you know, you know what's grinding my gears right now? Tell me. Freaking politics, man! I'm so done with it. I'm so glad it's over. Yes, it, it's still it's, it's still a shit show. It'll be a shit show here for a few more months. But man, I'm not even gonna bring up politics and sports. I, I was thinking about go ahead and doing that, but you know what? We don't even. Uh, we try not to do any of that. So, but uh but just I won't go too much into detail, man. Hey, again, get I, I was I was waiting to I was hoping to take this week off and just relax, man. But politi- I mean, I don't know what you guys. I'll, I'll let you guys talk a little bit about it too. Like I'm just tired of hearing it. Um, the maps and every all this other stupid shit on the TV. I, I'm over it, man. I'm over it. Hey, I'm ready to calm the fuck down. That, that's what I say. I'm just Have glad beer, I'm not getting the ads every two seconds a anymore. Make a cocktail. You know, if, you, if you're, you know, smoke a joint if you need to smoke a do whatever you need to do. Just everybody, just relax, man. Like everybody's so uptight. The Aaron Rodgers style. For sure, the Aaron Rodgers style. Relax. It's there you go. There you go. It's exactly. over. It's done with. Let's let's move forward now and see how we can improve. But I, I yeah. feel you, man. I'm just glad I don't have to worry about the ads anymore. The ads kill me. Like every two seconds, I can't handle it. So yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly. So everything that comes with it is just. 
I'm over it, bro. And over everyone it. wants to always talk. It. Well, hey, that's what I love about doing this once or you know twice a week that we get to kind of sit back and just not worry about that and talk football. I agree with him. Fuck politics, man. I could care less about it. I'm with exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, so from, from all three of us, fuck you, politics. We don't care about you and you're grinding all our goddamn gears. That's, mm. that's for sure. That's for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, guys. Um, Let's do some locks. Let's do some locks, man. Uh, all three of us got our locks last week. We all improved uh, one win. Uh. A lot of teams now that we've picked, guys, and that's what makes this fun is once you get to this point, you know, we're in week 10 now. We've picked nine teams, so you really got to, you know, the, when you who you picked early on is going to make a big difference now because if you picked a lot of those easy wins, you, you could set yourself up for failure in the second half. Uh, Matt, I'm going to start with you. You have the best record. I don't know if you know your teams. If you know your teams, cool. If not, I can throw you I'll throw you them. I have them all written down. But give us your lock. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, New Orleans this week. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. That's a solid one. New Orleans. All right, Bobby, what do you got, big guy? Well, I mean, I think I know the teams in my head, but if I choose this one, then it's – you got them written down. If it's not right, then let me know. I will. But um, I'm going Miami. Can't do it. All right, um, New York Giants. That you can do. Okay, you're going big yep. with the Giants. All right. Going with the Giants to beat Philadelphia. Yep, going with the Giants. Okay. All right, Bobby going out on the limb with the Giants, man. Let's see if they uh, step up. Hey, this is one thing I will say. You're 1-1 one one in NFC East locks. So you got Dallas wrong, but you got Philly right against Dallas. So we'll see if you can get the Giants right, and maybe you'll fit a Washington one in there. Hey, guys, I'm taking the uh, Vegas Raiders. I, I, I like this team. I think they're primed for a second-half push. I think they're playing for Gruden the way Gruden wants. And uh, that's that's a big thing in this day and age. So, I mean, I got I got the Raiders getting it done versus Denver. Like I said, it's going to be a close one. Those divisional rivalries, they always end up being like that. But, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I'm i excited to watch that game, actually. All right, bold predictions. So, last week in bold predictions, I don't think any uh, – I got Cook. I got Cook right. That was, yeah. that was it, though. Um, Matt, you got off to a damn good start with Luton. Uh, it looks like for a minute you were messaging me right off the bat. He's like, here it comes, here it comes. So, uh, hey, Bobby, I'm going to start out with you. Give me a bold prediction, man. What you got? All right, baby. Thomas, his first game back pretty much all week last um, last week. Um, obviously, wasn't much of an impact. But I think after another week of practice and the way that the New Orleans Saints are clicking right now, I think you're going to see Michael Thomas explode for two touchdowns and 150-plus yards. 150 yards and two TDs? All right. To uh Matt, go ahead and give me yours, buddy. And uh shoot. Shit. Here, let me come uh, back to you cuz I got mine. I got mine. I, I got yeah, you. Go so, ahead. um I, I looking at all these games, you, you know, I I understand where kind of Matt was at like, damn, cuz you know, you think of a couple of different games that you you think something big's going to happen and I actually have Lamar Jackson coming back to earth in the passing game in this one and so i'm not going to deal with his rushing stats but i'm strictly going to say he's going to get over 250 yards passing this week and throw for uh over 60 percent passing which for him is a is a step in the right direction so you know what screw it i'm gonna say 70 percent. he's gonna have a hell of a game 70 percent passing uh 250 yards through the air lamar jackson gets it going again through the air okay okay i like that um all right so 
I got a good one. I like, uh, I, I'm going to get, I think, yeah, Adrian Peterson's going to have over 150 total yards running or receiving. I think he's going to have at least one rushing touchdown, and I think he's going to toss in a receiving touchdown in there as well against uh, against his former team, the Washington football team. Okay. All right. Well, those are some good ones. We're getting. I think we're getting better at our bold oh, predictions, guys. You said what now, Bobby? You said the bold predictions. I mean, you guys were kind of there last week. That's yeah. why I love this segment, man. You never know, man. And when you hit it, it makes you feel good. Oh, it makes you feel damn good. That's for sure. All right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up with the our power rankings from you know for the for week ten. So I don't know if you guys had any big changes in yours. I usually leave this one off, but uh, Bobby, I'm gonna let you start this one out. Uh, who you got in your top five? Yeah, I mean, I do have a change in my top five this week, obviously. Um, I mean, I'll start from uh, one to five. Uh, I definitely got Pittsburgh still at number one, undefeated. Uh, eight no, or not no, eight no, whatever they're at. Um, Kansas City, number two. Green Bay um, at three. Okay. New Orleans, very strong performance at four. And then I got I, I got Buffalo, man, in my top five right now, man. Um, very strong football team, man. I got Buffalo as my number five right now. Creeping in. Okay. Hey, you know, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. Matt, what you got? Alright. Um I got all right, so I'm gonna go five to one. Yep. I got New Orleans at number five. Okay. I got Buffalo up there now in the top five at number four. Okay. I got Green Bay sitting at three. Okay. Uh Kansas City two and Pittsburgh uh number one, so yeah, it's really hard to get away from those two at the top. So I mean, you know, I went I went back and forth with whether I should even change them, but uh, I'm sticking with them at the same at the top. So I'll go from five to one. I have Green Bay at number five. They're gonna sit in the same position I had them last week. Uh, you know, I I didn't get a whole lot of information out of them. I do have two new teams entering the top five. Uh, the Saints at four. They really impressed me with their last game. It seems like they're poised to make a move forward. Um, and then I have the Bills at three. It's time that you know I give them the respect that they deserve. They're definitely uh, in in every single game they've been playing. Their only losses are to over 500 teams. Uh, after that, you know, there's a big jump as far as tiers are concerned. I have the Chiefs and Steelers very, very, very close in, at one and two, but I do have the Steelers one and the Chiefs two. Seahawks fall out of my top five. Uh, it sounds like it fell out of both your guys' top five until they can get that defense yeah. going. It's it's a hard pass for me right now to put them inside of my top five. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I do think that Seattle is going to be one of the teams that are going to finish the season off, obviously, as one of the top five teams in the NFL. I think they're going to make a run in the playoffs because, you know, they're they're, they're very um, poised, especially when it comes to the postseason. That's when they're, uh, they seem to peak and whatnot, but I do have them on my top five right now, too. Yeah, they're just not there yet for me. Um at all. I, I, I got to see something on the defensive side. I can't just trust that, you know, Russell Wilson's going to carry him again and again and again. He's been doing it season after season. I don't think he can do it anymore at this point. Very damn talented. But, I mean, there's just only so much you can do. The receivers look way better now. But until that defense can can shut down a team, I, I can't put him back in my top five. So they fell out of my top five this week. But we'll see. A lot of interesting matches up, uh, uh, matchups this week. Matt, what's the one you're looking most forward to watching? 
Uh, there's a couple of them. I think that Seahawks Rams game is is good, definitely going to be pretty good. Um, again, I think that New England Baltimore game is going to be better than a lot of people expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that Tampa Bay Carolina game. Those are those are at least two or three there that are definitely going to stand out and and definitely be good games. Agreed. Agreed. Bobby, what you got? What what, what games are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Buffalo, Arizona, man. A lot of young talent on that football field. You know, two um, up-and-coming quarterbacks. Um, two exciting football teams to watch. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think you're going to see a hard football game. Um, pretty entertaining to watch that game right there. And um, uh, also that Cincinnati-Pittsburgh, man. I'd like to see how it does, you know, in a kind of a big rivalry game against, uh, obviously, his biggest test of the year yet. So those two stand out to me. Yep. So, hey, man, get excited for this week. If your team's getting close to the playoffs, hey, they're one step closer to making it there. And if your team's like mine, they are uh, one step closer to getting maybe something for the future. So we'll see what's happening there, oh, Matt. Oh, 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 hold on. Just your team? Uh, uh, my team, too. Yeah, yeah, your team, too. Yeah. So uh, you guys got the off week this week. I get to watch my team go up against Aaron Rodgers. This should be just sure this should be a joy I, I mean i just can't wait to see my team get throttled this will this will be great so, so let me ask you just before we go though Wes. um if you guys have it like we don't talk college football real quick but just who's who's uh if you have the number one pick and i'm thinking that dallas has an opportunity too obviously i don't think they'll take quarterback um trevor lawrence or justin fields if, if, if you have a if I have the choice, boys. if I have the choice, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to take what's quote unquote the sure thing, um, because if I don't, there's going to be doubters. And uh, Justin Fields, I'm pretty much that's where I think we're going to end up going with uh, our pick because I don't know if we'll be bad enough or good enough, however you want to phrase it, to uh, to get that first pick. But I think other than that, we're you know. It's going to be one or the other. You know, what what can we get? I think we finish one or two, so we'll have the highest draft pick we've ever had. Uh, our definitely, highest, definitely, definitely quarterback for Jacksonville. It'll 100% be a quarterback, and you're probably looking at Minshew as being a very solid backup. I don't think they'll let go of him because he's still under contract, and unless he asks out of Jacksonville, which I don't even know if he'll do that. So we'll see. Um, then just continue to build on the defensive side. I think they have a lot of good pieces on the offense. Maybe one more wide receiver, but they're gonna have a hundred million in cap room to spend. So you know, go go get what you need. Go get it. Go get what you need. Go go win. Um, and God, please. Let, let, I, I, at this point, I just want to see back to back seasons where we're you know in the hunt because this whole in it for one season and then out of it for ten just ain't working for me. <laughs> it's just not working. I get it, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. For Bobby and Matt, I'm Wes. Thanks for listening to us as always, and we will see you next week. Peace. Take care, Wes.